0: Well, welcome everybody again to the VHS podcast, episode yep. five, and um, it's a little different, and hopefully we sound different because we just upgraded our mics. Yep. So um, everything, pretty much. And shout out system. to uh, Ed who helped us out with your friend um, who shout out um, who helped us with uh, setting up these mics and you know getting the recorder set up and everything. So um, shout yeah. out to Ed, man. Because of him,
1: like these things, we sound actually decent and not like not garbage. echoey and garbage
0: yeah. <laughs> or when and we shouldn't be peeking and um hopefully
1: um yeah but if you want to follow ed on instagram his name is not edmund it's n-o-t period e-d-m-o-n-d
0: follow him <laughs> audio god this guy is amazing yeah thanks ed um okay so today on this episode we are going to be talking about gear mainly visual gear uh, cameras, lighting, and um, we'll also get into like, you know, uh, which films are looking the best, but um,
1: yeah, I mean, this episode is mostly about gear, but keep in mind that there's a lot of gear out there, yeah. especially for visual gear cameras. Is like, it's like, I feel like a new one coming out every day. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so we're not going to get into too much, we'll probably go into more depth later, but we're going to talk about gear that most people can afford and gear that you can use to achieve specific goals that you want to do. Exactly. Each filmmaker or creator should have gear that
0: tethers to what they want to do, obviously. Yes, on set it perfectly. So I'm just going to ask you real quick. So then what is your favorite uh, type of gear right now? Right now,
1: um my favorite gear is the one I'm using is the Lumix GH5. I've been using that one for, I think, about a couple years now. Bought it <coughs> around when it first came out, like probably like a few months six months seven months after it first came out and i've loved it ever since you know i've used it on every one of my shoots not that i have a choice it's my only camera but (laughs) i think it's just a great camera all around like yeah people say it sucks in the low light but i think it picks up everywhere else the ui menu direction Mm -hmm. is something that i really care about and it's like so easy to navigate slow-mo is amazing like i don't even have to like hold a user monopod anymore yeah. mostly because also the in camera stabilization is on another level
0: even with the metabones adapter yeah okay oh, so honestly. i have
1: a my setup is the gh5 yeah. metabones xl adapter for mm-hmm. a canon ef mount so i have right now a 24-105 it's actually that camera right there yeah is it we're using
0: an, it as our uh, mainframe
1: <laughs> yep so the 24-105 f4 is the lens i have on there but the radical thing is that the Metabones adapter gives me a few extra stops so I can bring it down to 2.5. Nice.
0: So, you know. I'm jealous of that. It's the I, best decision yeah, ever I've made. I can't, man. I can't do that because I have a Canon 60. But um, so my favorite piece of gear right now is, I don't own it, but um, it's the, what recently just came out from Blackmagic is the Pocket Cinema 4K camera. Ooh. Oh my God. I've been, I keep watching the reviews and I'm just, I'm so tempted to buy it even though it may not, not need it I know I know <laughs> but i mean i'm tempted to get it too cuz
1: i got i i think i'm due for an a new an upgrade yeah. i I, I, know, I sound like a brat when i say that
0: cuz i've had this for only like 2, two years plus come years. on son <laughs> i don't know like the times are moving so fast i know dude but yeah so i i know it's not really like a necessity but it's something i want and i i kind of want to do like maybe get into like music video sh- uh, shoots and stuff like that so I don't know. We'll see. But um, that's my favorite piece of gear right now that just came out. But obviously, I'm more of a photographer rather than a filmmaker. Um, so I'm always gonna love my 6D, Canon 6D, reliable, with, with my nifty fifty, hundred twenty-five dollar lens that dude, you told me about, ultra reliable, <laughs> dude, man. ultra reliable, can't go wrong, dude. Um, gives me like really nice portrait shots. Um, and you can't go wrong with it, and it still films, um, pretty well. So. That's my favorite PC gear right now. So nice. speaking about cameras, I think we're going to go into a debate that um, a lot of people in the creative industry talk about, which is uh, DSLR cameras versus uh, mirrorless cameras. Yep. So um, my personally for me, like I, I know I've worked with both and I've, I've seen the capability of, because we're shooting on mirrorless, all mirrorless. So we got a two Sonys and then uh, Sans Lumix. Um, but honestly, I've I, I was kind of skeptical about mirrorless when I, you know, started. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when they when they first kind of came around. Um, or when I started, like, actually, you know, getting into them and learning more about them. And when Sony came out with their lines of uh, the Alpha series and stuff like that. Um, but a fun fact is that actually the first mirrorless camera, I forget what it was called. It was like a, not, not Epson. I wasn't, it wasn't called Epson. But it, the first mirrorless camera came out in 2004. And then Leica came out with one. In 2005, so it's been around for actually a long time, which is something I didn't know. I didn't, never, know it was that I didn't old. yeah, I didn't know it was that old either, but mm. that it, it's a known fact. It's on the internet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I looked. I looked at I made sure it was like that. That wasn't just. No, that's cool. The wrong I, date, I believe so yeah. you. credible yeah, yeah, source. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. But um, yeah. So, um, I've seen the push of mirror- mirrorless cameras and how um, you know, reliable they become and. Uh, The quality of them as well, and I and and the inexpensiveness of how how many mirrorless cameras there are nowadays Um, I Think it's a great option. I kind of think that mirrorless cameras are starting to push DSLRs to the side because um, I Don't know but the only thing that sucks about them is that they don't have a wide range of lenses Yeah, so that's why I have my motorbones adapter. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like the extra cost of it, but you'll still get that, you know, nice crispy quality. Yeah. You know, yeah. Auto focus. And I don't know. So just... are you, are you leaning towards mirrorless? I'm leaning towards mirrorless. Okay, I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, cause like now I'm thinking like about my, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about getting an a seven R three for, um, photos specifically. But, um, yeah, I think, I think no, it's I'm mirrorless, gonna... man. No, it's I, mirrorless.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I agree. Okay. Obviously. Cause I have a mirrorless camera, I mean, I would say the GH5, obviously it is mirrorless, but it has qualities of a DSLR. And when I switched, because before the GH5, I had the T3i, Rebel T3i, Mm -hmm. like the classic just starter, you know, DSLR camera for anyone. Yeah. And I love that thing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I love most about it is the just overall weight and feel of DSLR. It's hefty. It, it just it's like it packs a punch. It feels like it, you know. Yeah. The feel of a DSLR, I think, is something that I will always prefer over like the tiny mirrorless cameras. That's why I like the Lumix though, because mm-hmm. it is a little more beefy, mm-hmm. more thick. But that's just it's an a AS thick boy. It's a thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's <laughs> that's just aesthetics feel, yeah. but overall specs wise, I do think mirrorless cameras are killing the game right now because mm-hmm. the two big DSLR Nikon and Canon. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't keep up with Nikon too much. Yeah, I'm always been a Canon guy. Same, we're Canon boys. Sorry,
0: Nikon. I know they released.
1: I know, that Nikon has released pretty good mirrorless cameras. Um, I just don't want to get too much into it because I don't know all the facts. Mm -hmm. But Canon, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, man. The The EOS R. I I feel like I mentioned we've mentioned this before. Like the EOS R, and I hear it's good in some aspects, but it doesn't even compete, in my opinion, with the Sony's. In the nice GH5. Like, that wasn't even... Like, when I got the GH5, mm-hmm. I don't remember if the e- EOS R was... Oh, yeah, maybe the first gen. But, like, that wasn't even a consideration. I wasn't even looking at Canon. Like, it was either the GH5, A7S 2 from Sony, mm-hmm. or the... Oh, A7S 2 is so nice. That one's nice. Dude. But... Oh. I Yeah, okay. I'll say some things about that. Okay, 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 okay. Or okay. it was the Canon Mark IV, the 5D Mark oh, the 5D. IV. 5D.
0: Okay. Which... You have some opinions yeah, about that, I know. Um, when when that came out, because that was anticipated. It was. I was the, totally the looking it. Because the Mark III, the 5D Mark III from Canon, um, That's that was out for a long time. A game they, changer. Yeah, and that was, a like, for a DSLR camera, That a lot of people shot on it, and I knew a lot of videographers that had it. Um, but then everyone was... When did the Mark IV come out? Like, 2017, 2016?
1: I think it was 2017.
0: 2017? Okay, yeah. Double check that. Yeah, but... Don't get me wrong. It's a really nice camera, and it's shot well.
1: Well, no photos. had on the table, <laughs> but the photos it, it produces. Oh are my God. Really the, good.
0: Yeah, Canon's color spectrum and everything, um, for photos specifically, beautiful. That's why yeah. like I'll buy that for a photo camera rather than like a a Sony. Oh, same. I'll always go for like if I'm if I want to shoot specifically photos, you like hundred percent. I'm going for Canon. I don't give a fuck about Nikon. Yeah, I'm sorry, Nikon. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't yeah with you. But if you're like a, if you're not really into like you know the digital age, then and you want to go to film, that that's a different topic. But yeah, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So the okay. So when sorry, I don't get distracted. No, it's okay. <laughs> so the Mark IV when it came out, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait. I know, the,
1: and, one, the price tag was pretty big though. It was. That's one thing. Another reason why I went with my GH five. Mm-hmm. Because it was the cheaper, I think even cheaper than um, Sony at the time. But yeah, I was heavily considering the Mark IV Mm -hmm. because it had the Canon color spectrum that you mentioned that I love so much, better than any mirrorless I can think of. Yeah. On top of that, like, it did shoot 4K, which was huge for me. 4K 60, I think. I fucking
0: don't remember. No, it does shoot 4K. Yeah, 4K 60. You're right. No, no.
1: Yeah, and (coughs) that was huge. But then I noticed how it, you know. Formats the files mm-hmm. from 4K. It'll take up like a 64 gig in like I don't know
0: two milliseconds. That I don't get. I don't like, know why they what, did that. Don't they have a crop factor too? They did for 4K. Do they? I think they do. I haven't used the camera in a long time. Okay, but I remember when because my friend got it for um, this one job she was doing for Sony. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure there's a crop factor, but. It's a beautiful camera. No, it is. I don't doubt it's amazing. It's yeah. just... It's just... For price video, point, if you... Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can get, like... Because the A7S has gone down... A7S Mark II has gone down in price because, you know, the third one is coming out hopefully soon. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> but, I um, mean, There's so many better options. If you're doing video, that's
1: one thing, like I said, you have to pick which gear is going to serve your purpose as exactly. best as possible. Yeah.
0: So... Do you, you want to get into that then? Like No, we we can keep going on the okay. mirrorless for
1: digital okay. Okay. for a little bit longer cuz I didn't want to talk about how um I didn't want to talk a little more about how Canon's trying to get into the mirrorless game but they don't mm. know what the fuck they're doing. No, they don't. So, I don't know <laughs> They fucked up on
0: that US Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's
1: going on with like their developmental team. I'm sure there's a lot behind it that I don't know, but mm. I mean, you see so many cheaper cameras now like the sony's the lumix nikon's i think they're doing better than canon and then like you have the black magics mm-hmm. which is
0: like the
1: pocket cinema
0: Dear. like you mentioned earlier yeah hella cheap that's like so people don't know it's like uh retail no. price it's 1300 yeah 1300 1295 yeah is, yeah, thir- yeah $1, but i mean it doesn't come with the like a, a you know cinema lens or anything but i mean well that's about how much my body costs like yeah. back in the day yeah and this is arguably better
1: when if you want to use for like for cinema Mm -hmm. so like what is the point of even trying to go for like the Canon EOS if you're gonna use it for video like it just seems like a it's a downgrade yeah seriously like when I see even like videographers who don't really shoot film stuff like Mm -hmm. who shoot commercial yeah using Canon it's like I don't know I get maybe you don't have the money to upgrade that's fine yeah but like if they are using like a Mark IV Mm -hmm. even like a 1DX like why would you use you don't you don't need that. No, you don't. You don't need that That's big like, ass 1DX to shoot video. For photo, yeah, it's like going to rule as yeah. king.
0: Especially if you're doing sports photography, too. Yeah. So that, that fucking shut is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking like godly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like,
1: I don't know why you just wouldn't go with mirrorless. That's just my thing. Yeah. I mean, feel free to let us know if you disagree or agree. But definitely mirrorless all the way yeah. for me. I,
0: I think it's still unbiased because we've. You know, we both worked with, you know, both of the DSLR. Yeah, when I it was cameras. hard to convert for me. Yeah. I was so set on the Mark IV for yeah. a long time. And then when you found out, wait, when so did that come out after or did was around the same time? It was around the same time. Around the same I time. Think, yeah, okay. I
1: remember I was in class looking at both of them <laughs> and not paying attention. But yeah, I'm glad. Well, at least you graduated.
0: <laughs> I'm joking. I'm poking fun.
1: Um, I'm glad I went with the Lumix. But yeah. moving on to, I think. I know the mirrorless, okay, so the mirrorless versus DSLR, mm-hmm. it's like a heated debate, Yeah, which I think kind of stems from, like, film versus digital, which we touched on two episodes ago? Yeah, I think it was two episodes ago. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, it was two episodes ago, you're right. So when I shoot weddings, mm-hmm. like, every once in a while I'll come across the photographer who's using a film camera, and I'm like, that's so cool, but at the same time I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, oftentimes they'll be paired with a DSLR and they'll use film for like certain shots. And I guess it's like an aesthetic that the mm-hmm. client wants, but in the end of the day, are they even gonna notice the difference? I feel like it's just to say, hey, my wedding was shot on film. Okay,
0: that's where, okay. Um, so if you're doing weddings, I don't know why you would bring a film I know, yeah, because that's just stupid because you've only got so much in a roll.
1: Yeah, and then you and have to switch it out. Yeah, like,
0: and that's just a hassle. Digital, it's like, I already know how much space I have on a card I can, if you have two slots, you know, on uh, on your camera, then boom, you don't even have to worry about it. Yep. Um, you just spray and pray. Yeah, just spray and pray. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think, I know um, some film cameras, they don't need, like, the battery support. So, um, if you're using, like, the older versions, yeah, so you yeah. don't really need the battery support. So, that's a, maybe a yeah, pro for some of the film photographers out there. I guess. But it just... But I can see a difference between a digital, if you don't mock it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. If you don't mock the film um, photo rather than the digital. Because um, digitally, it'll obviously look more crisper. It'll look um, less grainy rather than a film photo that's going to look grainy. And the the lighting is different. It has like a
1: more flatter tone to it sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. But no, I like that. That look is cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it can be achieved with the DSLR, just and a couple effects in Lightroom. room. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's not necessary to me, but maybe it's just for the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like, oh, and
0: then plus, plus you have to get it um, scanned. Yeah. And then that's an extra It's a cost. longer process. Yeah, it's a longer yeah. process. And you have to make sure it, you know, it gets developed properly. Because I've heard of guys, like, they have they've sent it in, and they got back their photos, and it just looks like ass. I don't, they were trying, because they were trying to save money on it, so. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, hey, man. That yeah, sucks. Man, don't, cut, don't cut corners. <laughs> don't cut corners. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I
1: don't know. I as far as photography, mm-hmm. I just don't see the appeal doing film. Like, I get it's like a, it, a aesthetic, which is super cool. Yeah, all fine with me. But I'm more of like I need things to be simple and quick. Mm-hmm. I need it to be pushed out as fast as possible with the highest quality possible. I'm yeah. not talking like cutting corners, pushing out as fast as possible. But
0: and it, and it depends on the job. Like it depends what you're doing too. Yeah. So if, if I'm just going out to shoot a portrait shot with one model and I don't need, and i don't have like people waiting on me, I'd bring my film camera with me. But if I was doing something in a studio, um, and doing, you know, a lookbook or something like that, I would definitely make sure I have a digital yeah. other than a film camera. It's yeah, just, yeah. I just think it's just the appeal of like, which one you want, want to look. Yeah. Just yeah, the style and that's all I, honestly, that's all I got to say for that. Like okay. <laughs> that was a short topic, but, yeah, no. um.
1: I mean, what should we talk about? Film and movies. Yes. Um, because I, we touched on it before. I just mm-hmm. think that it's like beyond the point now where it doesn't even matter. Like you, it both can look like each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess film can't look like digital if you want it to, but no, you can't. <laughs> like digital can look like film if you if you really want it to. Mm-hmm. And I just I just don't know. Like you and I were born. Like, yeah. In the digital age. Yes. So film is, like, to us, a thing of the past. It is. Like, when you see old movies, you can tell it's old because, like, it just it looks so much done. different than yeah. how it does today. So I guess the point is, you're trying to make is, like, do you want to maybe stick with those old traditions, like mm-hmm. the oldies? Or do you want to, like, I don't know, move to the future with digital? And you can still make it look old with digital. Like, yeah, Like, it's exactly. okay. I guess it's all just preference. Yeah, it do is. Some of the oldies like to use, like, yeah. Film, they that's like what they grew up with this that's like their lifestyle like an
0: old person who doesn't want to like stop using i don't know that's that sounds like quentin tarantino because you know if you if you even try to bring up this conversation with a guy like that he'll probably shut you down and just give you like a, a thousand reasons yeah why yeah better. a billion reasons why yeah. it's better and no
1: he probably has a point yeah um, you know, everyone has their preference i don't think one is better than the other Mm-mm.
0: like they're both like i think you know we've we're in a really you know we're in the digital age nowadays so
1: yeah i just think one is more accessible mm-hmm. whereas the other has more i guess audience appeal because mm-hmm. like when someone says like hey, shot on like freaking 35 millimeter film or like yeah uh, like a 70 remember, millimeter yeah IMAX, yeah like, yeah oh
0: uh christopher nolan he loves yeah. shooting on imax you No, know,
1: he all all his stuff is film
0: yeah like which is and, cool yeah he has a look though mm-hmm.
1: like not just his not just because it's film but Nolan has a definite look. Mm-hmm. I think film does help with that. Yeah, but yeah, he's definitely all film guy. But I don't know, like, if it's just even worth it anymore. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. It's just,
0: it's just preference. Yeah. Like, that that's it. Like this debate, it's just preference, and it's what you want the look to look like. Cause there, I mean, you can still kind of tell. To me, I can still see a little bit of the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think. Some people, well, you'll I mean, probably argue, like, and you can just mock it. Yeah, and then, I guess, well, another thing that I learned mm-hmm.
1: is, like, the reason why, like I said earlier, they don't want to change from the old ways, but when the Ari came out, mm-hmm. that was, like, huge. Like, most, a lot of the,
0: they film, were, the yeah. film
1: filmmakers mm-hmm. moved to Ari instead of, like, other digital cameras because the Ari, like, was a close representation of how, like, the Panavision, like, film cameras worked yeah so that was a huge thing i think that was pretty much a historic moment where a lot of tipping point <laughs> yeah
0: they moved to digital because yeah. the re kind of represented that kind of function of how they work a lot of films actually um this i was watching this video this guy was talking about um he he broke down which cameras were um from the from the oscars of, that were nominated this year what were what were shot on what Mainly all the ones that were nominated for like best picture were shot on aries hmm. A few like yeah. maybe like two or three on reds, but dude that list was just aria-alexa this, Because that, that, that. Like,
1: people like using it. Yeah, like it's familiar. Mm-hmm.
0: And I've yet, it, yet to I have to use that no same. <laughs> or like, like even like touch it
1: <laughs> I mean, I've seen it but I haven't had like a hands-on mm-hmm. experience with it like I Don't know but I do know that it's one of the most popular cinema cameras right now mm-hmm. and the reason is for that is because it stems from like the old film basics that the oldies know then the newbies can come in and like yeah, and, embrace that as well
0: yeah get used to it um have you worked with reds before mm. or, like what'd you guys use at um fullerton we use black magics oh okay that's yeah. right yeah yeah i was lucky enough to I know shoot you? with reds because we, we have a deal with them
1: yeah no fullerton <sighs> stock kind of sucks But it's okay. I mean, it doesn't matter what
0: kind of gear you have. It's how you use it. It's how you use it. It's great. But yeah, no, they suck ass. But (laughs) you work with reds. Yeah. So. So, oh my God, dude. Um, They're not. Red dragons are. I mean, they're a beast in themselves because. People slag on them a lot. They do.
1: But I don't know why. I mean, again, it's like what you use to make it with. And obviously a red's going to be better than my. Better than the DSLR. Like. Mm -hmm. Just use it how it's meant to be used and. With your creative vision, yeah. you should be okay. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, how do any, you
0: how do you like it? Um, I haven't worked with any other big cameras rather than just the Red, mm-hmm. but I I like it because it's just cool. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like no. honestly, it, it, and the user interface is really cool. Um, and there's a lot of different functions, a lot of different pieces you can put together, and just like because the brick is like yeah, you know, brick it's a, meaning like the body. So in film term um it's modular yes it's modular yeah so um and honestly i i thought it shot beautifully whenever i'd help shoot films and be ac and cool i love it nice yeah. nice red it's red like the, i will say it's kind of like
1: the supreme of like it cinema is. equipment yeah supreme like, of, um if you, well, i meant like supreme as in like you know the clothing brand supreme oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay you're, saying, right, man, you're right you're right it's that dog. yeah like, it's that check me
0: out yeah it's that brand factor yeah like, yeah that's oh, I, why I get to I the want a red, here, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, um, fuck, uh, director of Transformer, Michael, Michael Bay, Michael Bay, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, he got a custom helium, mm. uh, red camera. He dead ass like, uh, he he's big on social media too on Instagram, and I saw a video and he um he got it custom made. It said it had like the Transformer logo, and I said shot by michael bay and like and then they, it was like a fucking um it's so egotistic a, i know it is <laughs> well i mean a lot of directors are probably I know. Egotistic. But he not all but a level. lot of them are yeah <laughs> he shoots really big fucking action movies yeah. so i mean he's got a he shoots movie for the dull-minded honestly yeah it's not i don't good. even think the Transformer movies were
1: even that no i didn't even great. see the last one the bumblebee one i heard it was better than the other ones but well he didn't shoot that oh he didn't no i didn't even know that so he i just he's, lost interest
0: yeah Um, no, but that actually got, um, good ratings from the, like the, the script was there. That's the thing. That's So that's what they did differently. Okay. Rather than Michael Bay's like, oh, is this just blow up shit? (laughs) Yeah,
1: man. Uh, Okay. Well, yeah, I think as far as the film versus digital, like I don't, I'm not saying film should die out. I'm not mm -hmm. saying digital should replace it. It should always be remembered as a huge part of history Mm -hmm. and practice throughout the day. Like how people still like knit when we have like sewing machines. Like. It's, that can still be a thing. Film can still be here. Keep, the,
0: di- keep the traditions alive. Yeah, yeah. Basically. But yeah. remember to improve and innovate. Yes, exactly. And it just depends on what you need the gear for. So. Yeah. All right. And we are back. Took a little bit of shishi break. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm joking. Oh, um, so I stole that from Off the Pill Podcast. But uh, oh. <laughs> uh, shishi in Hawaiian means pee. Like, so we got to oh. go take a piss. Yeah. She she she. yeah. I didn't, Fun fact. I didn't pee, though. Oh. It's okay. oh that's okay. That's kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, we just got off of um, Film and Digital. Film and Digital. So, now. I know we talked about um, some filmmakers mm-hmm. and Film and Digital.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about how, which filmmakers or what films look the best. Like, obviously, yeah. there's films that win Oscars for their looks. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about which films you think. Look good. Why they look good? Mm-hmm. You know, people try to brag about what's the cinema look. Yeah, but let's let's delve into some of that and how, okay. what kind of gear goes into
0: attaining that look. Okay. Um. So for me, one of my more recent type of films that I thought was beautifully shot was Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I yeah, thought no, I thought no like in the color grading of everything, I thought it was like really well shot. Um. I don't know what they shot it on, but Um, yeah, that, that's actually like one of my favorite type of, uh, films that was shot beautifully on. That's cool. And I love the colors and I love obviously Tom Wright's acting, the storyline, um, and some of the shots that they had, um, with Charlie, I'm going to butcher her name, Charlie Thoreau's on, she was, she was a great actress in that movie. Um, and there were certain shots when like she was going through turmoil in the movie and, um just showing her like because she was walking on the sand dunes and she one one of my favorite shots is when she kind of like goes down on her knees and she's like yeah crying at, that, that was, was so cool oh, so cool this, they did like a, a little d-
1: pen or like a crane up yes that shot too, they right? did yeah. so beautiful so oh cool my movement. god
0: yeah so good um and that movie was shown ari alexa oh ari okay yep. thanks for looking that up because I, I had a feeling you were looking at it like <laughs> i said earlier people people shoot ari's man yeah. it's like just a commodity in the uh, film industry break. um i thought i love quentin tarantino's movies and and that that's going um so i kind of wanted to put like a digital and then one that's on film honestly like it's hard to really pick which movies of his that look the best because i think they all look pretty well shot and um not only that but like the, his characters the storyline um I think okay, maybe my favorite Tarantino movie probably has to be between Reservoir Dogs or um, Django Unchained. I thought Jamie Fox Django in and that chain, dude please. that really good. And um, the scene when he go like the ending was that part of the ending when he shoots up everybody in the house. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude, was so oh, satisfying the gore and just oh my god, dude, everything of that nature and the lighting in that movie was just beautifully shot. Like I can't, I can't even explain okay yeah cool um for me Mm -hmm. like
1: as far as like what looks the best Mm -hmm. right now i'm on the total game of thrones hype train right now okay tv show (laughs) not yeah no that's the thing that's what blew me away it's a tv show Mm -hmm. that looks like a movie like you know you i can tell a tv show yeah it's got kind of like that look it has that tv show look but game of thrones is on another level like not only does it take place in like you know this old and medieval time They make mm-hmm. it look really good Whereas this other TV show I think on Netflix It's called So one of the shows That Is like medieval-ish But looks like crap to me <laughs> Is on Netflix It's called Rain Like Power Rain Not like Rain Rain Like with water Yeah But essentially it, it's, it takes place They don't have dragons or anything But it takes place In like this medieval time Where there's kings and queens And knights and swords mm-hmm. It looks like crap man Like it's so <laughs> Freaking bad Like it just looks like a, a soap opera that's trying really, <laughs> really hard to be like a film. Uh-huh. And you look at that, and you look at Game of Thrones, and it's like it's just night and day. And I think obviously it has to do with the lighting because everything in Rain is super flat, super like static. There's no movement yeah, in any indeed. of the shots. The fight scenes are like not only are they choreographed horribly. Like I watch one episode, and I know I'm judging a whole show by one,
0: not two episodes. Uh-huh.
1: But I can just tell like. It's not gonna get any better. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: it, it, does it run on as long as a Game of Thrones episode, like an hour? Yeah, it's like an hour. Oh, dude, that's so horrible. It's not even. Actually, I'm not, could... I'm not sure if it's an hour. Okay, so 30 minutes to an hour, but yeah, I mean, yeah. that, dude, that's like that's rough. Even two, like two episodes of that. Even like two too long. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just
1: it's unbearable for me because I'm not a soap opera kind of guy. I don't mm-hmm. really go into. I don't watch drama stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, it's just trying way too hard to be Game of Thronesy, but mm-hmm. also like, anyway, but i don't want to talk too much about it because it's a shitty show yeah i want to give it so much attention don't want to give
0: give shed light on it
1: (laughs) yeah game of thrones not only is their story super compelling Mm -hmm. but the look overall is beautiful from king's landing to you know castle black Mm -hmm. like with the snow they just make it look so good from the lighting and the acting i think that's where we should get into more like the film Mm -hmm. what makes it look like that makes it look like that okay and I can um, say other films that I like cuz if you can name them. Just A me. contrast is like for a movie mm-hmm. people are going to like not like me for this, but I really liked how cuz my look, movie look at color. Uh-huh. And Star Wars has a lot of color. No, that's fine. Maybe we're not on Tatooine, yeah. but like <laughs> like Kraid, one nude color. <laughs> yeah, like the last Jedi on Crate was one of my favorite scenes because like <laughs> it's white and then stark red like that was like sick. this really yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Like and I could tell it's c g sometimes, but mm-hmm. like a lot of the shots of the of the resistance like in the in the trenches mm-hmm. was really cool and like to have that kind of color contrast in that kind of movie where you can like jump from planet to planet and go with all these different kind of looks that's what I like most about films, like same with like actually well I'm not gonna say that we can we can cut that, but that's what I like most about the films is like how the color is what I look for most if it's not if the colors is super flat, then I'm like. Not really into it, uh-huh. and just cause it did not have to be colorful. Uh-huh. Like I'm watching Westworld right now, and I hate all the scenes that's not in Westworld. And I guess that's how the point. How many seasons are they in? That's a TV show, right? Yeah, two. they're two. Okay. I feel like I'm talking more about TV shows. No, it's okay.
0: No, 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 but no, but that's the thing, though. Like we can kind of dwell that into this topic because um, they're getting as good as films. They're getting, yeah, they're getting as good as films, and that's TV. That's crazy. Yeah, and like we said, I think a previous episode we talked about how they're starting to become. More uh, single-handed cameras rather than, like, multi-cam yeah, yeah. Um, shows. So, yeah.
1: But like I said, with color in Westworld, mm-hmm. have you seen it? I've never seen it, okay. but I, I want to see it. Essentially, it's, it's just, like, real world, <laughs> and then there's, like, the Western gunshots, horses, stuff like oh, that. That's cool. So as, everything in the Western world looks beautiful, even mm-hmm. though it's kind of, like, it's got the tans, the browns. Yeah. I like Western look. Like that modern western look looks really good on camera westerns Mm -hmm. always look good on camera yeah they do but they make it like with the new technology they have they Mm -hmm. can make it look really crisp and like just nice and clean but still like grungy and dirty like a western should be so in that show like everything in the present like Mm -hmm. in like the non-western is super dull colors to me it looks really bad but i guess that's the point but it's just i don't it's like too bad for me but that's the thing i look for like tonal colors that can make it like pop it doesn't have to be like poppy colors but it can mm-hmm. make it like stand out a lot like the like i said western tans and browns it yeah. can still look really good that's what i look for when i look for
0: like the look the look okay
1: um but that's not that's not the only contribution to having the look so we can move into that if you want what do you think makes a film look like a film like be, make it look good or makes a tv show look like it's more than just a tv show
0: um, for me, I think, okay, one show that I fell in love with was Mr. Robot, because I like the, um, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, no, so one TV show to kind of like bounce back from you, um, that I really love and that shot, I think really well is Mr. Robot. I think it's not so much, I mean, okay, I really like the crispiness of how, of what films look like. And we've grown up in the digital age because to me, like, um, like you know between like i love 80s films too but to go back so mr robot i love the way it's shot like the angles and like so for example when they talk to each other normally um you know in the film industry you get the rule of thirds yeah the rule of thirds and you also have like space in between you know if you're trying to talk Mm -hmm. um you need the frame to you know the negative empty space. space, yeah. The negative talk space, yeah. Through it, yeah. Yeah, but they they cut that down. So See, that's cool. And it's cool. It's and different. That, and <clears throat> oh, fuck, dude. Uh, what's that one movie? God, that that was, uh, Birdman. Yeah. That was one, a, like the- that one shot movie. That's like stuff stuff like that where it's different, and like the angles are different, and they they really like to um. I don't know, test out like different things and shooting wise and stuff like that. Sometimes I look I look for that too. Okay, so you but you, oh go ahead. Yeah, no. Um but yeah, I like different styles. Okay, that's so I was about to say
1: that. You look for more uniqueness mm-hmm. in the film look, in the film world.
0: Yes. Okay. That's that, what I like. But no, I, I do love crispy. I like saturation a lot. Mad Max. Um, Mad Max. Yeah, like that. I was like damn, like <laughs> No, I look great. Yellows, the reds. Yeah. Um Oh my god! This the tan colors and just vehicles. um, The fire even looked fucking like just yeah. It's like a
1: different. It's a
0: whole new world. Yeah, it's a and you're definitely in a different world. So, that's why I really wanted to you know, kind of talk about yeah, yeah saturation color of what I like. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. So for me, like a while back when I was like trying to learn how to like shoot and stuff, there's (laughs) a bunch of videos that say how to get the film look the cinema look. And I watch most of them and like they're all telling me different things. Mm-hmm. And most most people when they think of like the film look, they only think about like like the coloring, which is fine, which is a huge part. Mm-hmm. But, like they want to add like visco like uh no, things on it. That, that that's not they always the thing. Mm. Cuz like, you know, student films they put a lot of time into the coloring and it's great, that's good, but that's not the only portion. Mm-hmm. So for me, the film look is more more of like a combination of like all of the vital things that make kind of film happen in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like they're all equally important. You know, you got if you may have everything looking good, but if your actors suck ass, like it's gonna it's not gonna have the film look. It's gonna have the student film shit look, you know?
0: And like a soap opera. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) Soap operas, they don't have great acting.
1: (laughs) When people look for like these videos that, Hey, this is how you get the film look on a rebel T3I. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you can get that nice look, but that's not the only part. It's not just the image for me. It's more like the story. Yeah. Which is why I think game of Thrones exceeds that like TV show kind of trope Mm -hmm. because they have phenomenal actors and they have good filmmakers behind the camera who know how to move the camera, who know how to direct the actors in relation to where the camera's going, and mm-hmm. like they know how to they know how to shoot film pretty yeah. much. So people think like you know, I used to think this too. Like you know, the film look is something you can just kind of watch a video on mm-hmm. or like go to school for like a couple years and mm-hmm. learn, and boom, you got the film look and you're good. But no, that's not really how it works. It's like a cultivation of Skills learned over a period of time, over a span of like hundreds of people, to get that look. Like, people think it's so. I feel like people think it's easy. It's not to get the film look. Like, if it's
0: if you've ever been on a film set, it's like a hundred people working together for just like one thing. Yeah, exactly. No, but you're making a great point because they think it's just about the image, and you're right because it's not. And it's, it's what happens in the image. Yeah, what happens in the image, your characters. Um, and I think style has to come through as well. Yeah, no, um, definitely. Wardrobe takes a, and colors, like, you know, hair and magic. makeup. Hair and makeup, definitely. A huge thing, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, pe- people who are future filmmakers out there, like, yes, you can achieve those looks if you're trying to do, like, those YouTube videos and you're trying to, you know, explain a place. That's okay. Yeah, you no, can, that, like, like, the, like, the explanation of LUTs, I think, is what they try to, you know, yeah, convey. Yeah, yeah, that's and like, okay. As long, as, I don't want them to try and sell something that's, like, unattainable mm-hmm. within, like, one video. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I get that. Um. I mean, but, well, here's the... What oh, would you want to... Go no, ahead. No, go no, No. Like, I'm not saying this is easy to get the film look. No. Like, like I just said, it's, like, years of practice, practice and learning that even I haven't attained yet and not even very close to attaining. Mm-hmm. Like when i do my short little videos yeah they look cinematic but the hard thing is to keep that cinematic flow going throughout two hours worth of a movie or even 13 minutes which is a short film
0: mm-hmm. like but that's why you have like different people on set no yes you, exactly like, that you, sure it's all about collaboration and, yeah, and yeah, like
1: yeah. learning and one thing i think people just seem to overlook is you know going back to the gear you know what camera do we need you got to get the ari we got to get the red mm-hmm. it's got to look like a film like mm-hmm. no bro like you got to get good actor. Mm-hmm. You got to get like good set design. Set design is huge. If your yeah. set looks like shit, then like it's just going to look like a student film. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather have a Lumix camera on a set and have like a freaking a plus set design or prop design an actor. than like just spend all my money on like an Ari Alexa. No, you
0: know? that, I feel that's like people don't get point. that. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't get that as first. That's why I'm trying to tell <coughs> these guys. So yeah. Cause I think, I think it's overlooked. It totally especially is. if we're just like, you know, upcoming, you know, so, um, the fuck was that? I don't know. We're, We're hearing, hearing noises noises in the office. <clears throat> Anyways, there's no ghosts in here. We're not gonna say this. <laughs> um, bless no, let's bless this place. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the holy water? <laughs> Bring the priest in. Uh, okay, no, but so I think, you know, a lot of filmmakers who are coming up, and it and it's oversaturated nowadays. And I think people are always what you just to make your point. People are overlooking. The, the story and like that's what that's what film is. It's not like just what the image is, but I think it's like where the story is at, your characters, your set design, and a collaborative project that is happening with a camera. And it doesn't you're right, it doesn't have to be, you know, the Ari, doesn't have to be the red, doesn't have to be like any of these big ass cameras you can actually achieve with what we have today in the digital age. And you yep. can still achieve that look. So
1: As long as all those
0: factors are there. Yeah, no, exactly. It's
1: like, again, it's not what equipment you have. It's Mm -hmm. how you use it. I feel like everyone says that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not... Everyone says it, but no one really... Or not a lot of people take that advice. Mm -hmm. You know, I I used to think the same thing. I wanted, like, a crazy good camera. Like, something to work with. And I did get a good camera, the Lumix GH5. But I ended up using it for things that I wouldn't think using it for. And, like, that has greatly expanded my skill level with it so I guess for filmmakers who are trying to make their short film just don't overlook the detail things like don't overlook the audio equipment camera just go with what you can afford don't get like the very best because when I was on my short film we overlooked a lot of things like there was like a scene where I think the main character punches another guy Mm -hmm. and he was supposed to have a bloody nose and we didn't even like plan for that so we did like really oh. shitty ass prosthetic blood and it looked like looked like crap like and it just took you out of the entire film
0: mm-hmm. That's that's where the pre-production comes through though. Yeah because, exactly. It's just planning yeah. like
1: in the planning you have to think about everything mm-hmm. like as a producer You have to I mean because I was a producer in one of the films mm-hmm. you have to really think about everything like, you have to know every department. I think that is one thing that every filmmaker should try to like be aware of is every department. Like even mm-hmm. if you're like a DP, you should know about the sound. You should know about the hair and makeup. Like that's Who's what that's what? what separate you from the others. <clears throat> that's that's what they taught me in school. Like you can't just be if you want to be a cinematographer, you still have to know everything. Yeah, you know, it's not just one thing. Exactly,
0: you got to know everything. Yeah, else. and
1: then as a producer, that's one thing that I learned. Because the producer is like the head honcho. Yeah, he Of is. everyone. So he knows. He's got the money. Yeah, he's got the money. <laughs> so he knows everything. And he I think. fire anybody. <laughs> yeah, people can learn a lot from producers and like, basically, I guess ACs. No, not ACs. ADs. Mm-hmm. But because AD kind of converse with every department. Yep. But they can learn a lot from that. And then I guess the point I'm trying to say is just know every department, know all the details before you go into shooting any short film or any
0: piece of entertainment at all. Yeah. Actually, I totally to tell you yeah <laughs> me. I, I mean um, yeah I mean you said it like I, I haven't been in film school for a while and I'm I'm more of on the photography landscape nowadays but I mean um, through my experiences yes you're you've hit every single point because I've had you know I've been on sets too and we've had a lot of difficulty because a lot of the and and I I would agree a lot of gaffers too like they're man they save a lot of things on set because they help obviously the cinematographer um and you know they help them you know set up these lights Mm -hmm. and those those guys are overlooked too
1: yeah no totally like yeah so many departments so many jobs are like overlooked by these young filmmakers especially like at fullerton freaking we didn't think about a lot of stuff (laughs) i guess the learning experience because we're just students Mm -hmm. but i
0: guess i'm i'm teaching you what i learned yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah, I don't know. I, I have nothing else to say about that, but I mean, I mean a lot of good valid points on that, man.
1: I mean, look at us. We got we got good mics. it's yeah. not like the
0: five hundred dollars mics. No, it's that it's
1: been recommended to us. But we'll <laughs> sure. get it one day. We'll get it one day. <laughs> But look one day. look at the setup we got now. I know. This is like we're making the best of what mm-hmm. we
0: got, and I'm pretty sure it sounds pretty good. Definitely a lot better than what we had yesterday. Yeah. Thank you, Audio Technica, for making like affordable budget mics. Like, right. I got these. Well, if you don't have Prime, but I, I got these on Prime for like seventy five dollars. They mainly run a hundred bucks. But I mean, hey.
1: Working with what you got. You're
0: working with what you got and it sounds great. So I'm happy with it better than the mics that we had before. So, yep. Yep. Sounds beautiful.
1: And then, well, I was going to move on to talk about lighting. Yeah, let's go for it. Because again, that's a huge factor in the film look. And I guess we just talked about what's in the picture instead of what the picture looks like. Yeah. But let's talk about what the picture looks like, Mm -hmm. like the frame. And lighting, obviously, is like we're it's not like,
0: lighting experts no we're not but we do disclosure. know that like
1: without lighting it's like not having water you're, you're exactly. gonna die yeah, yeah your film will <laughs> die
0: <laughs> it's a yeah i mean um i've rigged up a few crazy lights in my day <laughs> um i mean that's where you know a lot of flags come in they help if you're outdoors um so what do you and, when you're watching film
1: yeah what do you what kind of lighting do you like or like when you're trying to like light something what do you Ooh, like i like harsh
0: Really? Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. Um, I like the harsh lighting. Well, I like a lot of different lighting, mm-hmm. and um, it fits the mood. For and the fits scene, the mood. Yeah, blues. I love um, some of the the green aspect. And uh, have you seen the Netflix show um, Ozark? That's a lot of green tones.
1: I know. I've seen the the previews. Hey, that, I already know.
0: Uh, when you have time after Game of Thrones and all that, and what you know, if you're, you have downtime for Westworld, because they got three seasons already. Ooh. That's a, it's like a Breaking Bad it's it's that good and there's a lot of outdoor shots that are you know it's a lot of cloudy and gloomy and that's perfect for um for lighting if you're especially if you're outside um that's like a filmmaker's dream because that's like a soft white blanket yeah, yeah. over the sky so um and i think greens i look for um and i love like like i said before mad max that saturation kind of yeah yeah um
1: i definitely and, think no, and
0: I think um, I, I like harsh lighting, but at the same time, I think I love the most is when you have that natural light look, mm-hmm. and you achieve it right. Then yeah, that that's like one of my favorites. What about you? For me, um, you for? I'm
1: all about, like you said, natural light. I mm-hmm. love using natural light mostly because it's just easy as hell yeah like you, you don't, don't have, have to buy like all
0: these yeah we have one two three four lights. lights set up in the
1: studio Woo-hoo. and
0: <laughs> i think the first day it took us a while to set them up yeah. like, trying <laughs> to figure out what we wanted yeah because you're in a, an exposed in, in a exposed pace yeah like
1: nowadays i shoot a lot of weddings yeah and obviously mm-hmm. we don't have time to set up lights and shit like that so i find that my favorite kind of weddings to shoot mm-hmm is like outdoor weddings because obviously unless outdoor overcast obviously but even like if we're inside shooting some prep or something always next to a window because it just always looks so damn good like it's still i can make it look cinematic yeah with just the window lighting
0: yeah and i feel like i i can agree with that i like most yeah and i can agree with that too because when i'm out with my boss or we're shooting like a um we need content to shoot for her um I'll be like, she's like, do we need lights? I'm like, let's just go near a window. Exactly. And it's, yeah. be- boom, <laughs> It's Got your easy. own light. <laughs> it's like,
1: yeah, it's done and done. Like, yeah. you don't have to like set anything up. Mm-hmm. But definitely soft lighting for me is what I like most. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just obvious because everyone likes soft lighting. Yeah. But you're getting, you're talking about color lights. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, I love where that trend is going with like the cool bicolored lights, like yeah. the blues and the reds with like John mm-hmm. Wick. And then like.
0: Oh dude, I can't wait for chapter three.
1: Because that looks that looks really nice too. That does look sick. Yeah. Um And then um I've watched recently I watched Mandy, which is the I think I told you it has Nick Cage just like Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I to see that. All about the Reds. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean that and the movie is like really like obscure movie. Mm-hmm. Like really weird. Didn't even have like a legit backstory and every character, but that's not the point. The point is it looks Fucking incredible <laughs> Like when I watched it I was like just in a trance It's super psychedelic So it, they're going for that Kind of like Trippiness mm-hmm. But the way they lit Some of their stuff Like there's a Shot of Pretty much everything's red the, the, It takes place in the forest The woods mm-hmm. So when he's driving through They added extra lights On the back of his car Like red lights Just mm-hmm. to beam up So when he driving through the forest, like down that like forest road, like no one else is on it, a bunch of trees. Yeah, the trees are just lit up red, and it's so sick. Like that <laughs> kind of like, like, obscure different kind of lighting mm-hmm. is lighting that I love. That really just stands out. You know, like it's almost like painting with the light. Yeah, because that's g- what you always lot do. A lot of gels
0: that you can mix yeah. with, and and I'm glad a lot of. Um, have you seen the movie Drive? Wait, that is well shot. No, I have not. I, I, I've Gosling. seen some of it because oh I had to do God, like dude. a project on it. <laughs> that oh, dude, and I, I've show I've showed you a couple. Remember, yeah the, yeah. yeah, the inspiration that we tried to take from that. But um, that movie, because he's like a stuntman, um, that does a lot on the off like at night, um, and it's and it's it's in LA, but they try to make it like it's it's in a different world, but it is in LA. But the lighting in that, and there's a lot of low light in that, but and um there are a few scenes where there's a lot of neon type of lights then the neon That's cool yeah, yeah. It's sick dude um yeah i really love that and going back to like natural lighting i meant to mention um yeah. the reverend that was yes. all shot in natural light and that Wait, really yeah i didn't know that yeah everything well besides i love that movie besides like um i think maybe a couple indoor I scenes like the, the, Yeah, the indoor i guess yeah but like- it was the movie's mostly outside so it it's is not mostly like they had outside the out time to like yeah shit up they didn't it was freezing. Um, so emmanuel who is the one that directed the movie so they so they said just from a, from gamesradar.com cuz i was like looking at like really well shot fil- um, films um, so they said the reverend uses largely natural lighting captured by digital cameras to lend um, the film and palpable sense of immediacy and intensity as powerful epic redemption And Retribution. So I think, like, natural lighting is key. No, it totally is. But um, at the same time, I remember when I was watching, like, the behind the scenes, they had a lot of issues because they had to get, like, you know, sunset shots. Oh, yeah. And there's only so much time in sunset. An hour or less? Yeah, Yeah. hour or less. And they were, I remember um, they had to keep resetting with certain shots and they had to make sure because it was a one-shot too I think it was when he was riding the horse and he was trying to get away from those guys oh yeah have you seen the movie? yeah I've seen the okay, movie okay yeah so that shot that took a while but and I think they had to do it like the next day but they had to make sure like um everything had to look the same yeah so and that's one thing that's the limitation of the yeah. natural light because
1: it's always not really controllable mm-hmm. it's cloud not. could come by mm-hmm. and it ruins like...
0: the shot and it doesn't look um what's the word? Conti- There's no continuity. The continuity. yeah, the yeah. continuity.
1: So I guess that's the one downside. I always mm-hmm. prefer using natural because it's I'm there. cheap, and I don't even have lights. Yeah. To game it, so, <laughs> yeah, and it's just there. Yeah. But um, I mean, if you if you guys want, we can go into more detail about what kinds of lights can do what kinds of things because mm-hmm. in school I learned like all about this. Mm-hmm. Forgot most of it, <laughs> that's but okay. I still I did have too. <laughs> all the books and stuff, so I can go back and kind of i guess refresh my mind about it we can go in more depth about how different lights do different things yeah i'm totally down to talk about that yeah let us know in the comments for
0: sure like if you're following us on instagram just let us know um i'll find another way maybe a reddit page that we can find we can just try to set that up and you guys can comment yeah yeah just let us know or the if you guys are watching um on youtube then definitely let us know in the comments and we can definitely uh do an episode about like just getting into like lights and which lights to use and stuff like that. Cause we kind of need more research on that stuff. So, um, but I think, I think lighting also just to kind of continue the topic just a little bit. Um, I think it's become more experimental rather than, yeah. Um, like I like strict, that, you know, there's definitely different things we can do in the Hollywood industry nowadays. Cause there's yeah. a lot of different, you know, cause you know, Hollywood in general, it's business. So, you got to make sure you got the right actors. You got to make sure you got the right producers for this, and which names will bring most to the box office, obviously. Um, but I mean, I'm glad a lot of indie films are making it to the box office and the mm-hmm. big screens, and they're making good money because they're bringing they're bringing change. Yeah,
1: they're bringing change. The big the, industry. the big studios don't want to veer away from kind of like sequels, prequels, this. That. Yeah, and also the the, the look A-list is actors. Yeah, like take. Take like Marvel movies for example mm-hmm. I love them They're mm-hmm. great But in the beginning There was really no dynamic Like there's no It didn't It just looked o- It looked okay Like the effects were cool And everything mm-hmm. But as far as like Cinematography and stuff like that Like Shots were like Mostly it's, static It's just good Yeah I know what it's you mean It's just good mm-hmm. You know like, It's not I think it wasn't until Guardians of the Galaxy When some of those shots Were like These are actually mm-hmm. different Like this is good Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 oh, Had dude, really good cin- Cinematography mm-hmm.
0: And then from there, I think Infinity
1: War did take it to a pretty good level. Because of the...
0: I think... Okay. No, you're right. But I, I think mainly that movie is more of like... I think the uh, VFX... Yeah, that was VFX heavy for sure. Yeah, But, but some of the shots combined... <clears throat>
1: in the beginning where Doctor Strange is like... Where they're fighting the Squidward guy. <laughs> and he gets put up against the wall. The camera pans like upside down. And that right was, upside cool. Up. that yeah, was cool. That was cool. Like, I just watched that yesterday. And I was like, hmm, I forgot about that shot. It looks really nice. Yeah. Stuff like that, I think, is more evolving in the Marvel, because they have, they got the loyalty, the fans, mm-hmm. after Guardians, so, like, they're willing to, you know, express more in their, like, similar try new things.
0: Yeah, exactly, and, well, just to kind of bounce off from the Marvel movies, but I think, because there's different directors, too, Yeah. so they're also, like, entrusting and giving the creative vision to those directors, and I think um, James Gunn was the one who directed Guardians, mm-hmm. um, so I, I'm pretty sure, well, wait, did he direct? I think so. I think so. James Gunn, I forget his name. James something. Yeah, no, he got fired for that. Job. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 But now he's guess what? He's rehired. Really Thank God, because I really want to see. Because uh, they were they're actually postponing Guardians three because that was actually supposed to be coming out. I think in twenty twenty, but um, I think those are yeah. You're right. I, I totally forgot about that. Like those are really well shot. Yeah, James Gunn's director. Yeah. I'm thought he he's a producer. But... It, no, no, it's okay. Um, no, but he is a producer too. Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, he's directed those movies, but I think just to kind of go in that because there's so many Marvel movies, and to kind of just give you guys like who don't really know too much, but if you kind of look at Thor, because that's just like dude, the first Thor sucked. Yeah, and it did, and it and it's just shot. But just oh, to give canted you canted pr- angles in that movie, man. Oh my god, dude. Hell, oh I wanted my to throw god, up. it's just. Ugh. I hate canted angles. I'm sorry. They did right on Thor three. Thank God. Oh yeah. Jeez. Like whoever.
1: Sh- retribution. Yeah. There. Thank oh god. My god,
0: dude. <laughs> I was so happy that uh, Thor 3 was actually a good Thor movie, because even the second, one, Dark World... Eh. No, yeah, Dark World oh. is... You can just throw that in the trash, like yeah. scoot under the carpet One the and rug. two, but three...
1: Three's good. I
0: feel like we talk about how
1: shitty Thor is, like, I know. on the podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm so Well, because when it... Dude, I know you were hyped to see it. See what? I, the Thor. No, yeah, I mean, The first one came out, but I... Like, I think we were talking about it like when we were younger, yeah. And I was like, eh, it doesn't look that great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, man, I was like, well, because I
1: uh, don't know, I like the superhero stuff, yeah. So. That's okay, yeah. But no, yeah, I do agree, it sucks now, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you, glad you agree with it. <laughs> but yeah, as you're saying earlier about indie films kind of growing, mm-hmm. um, they're definitely bringing, bringing in change and like just uniqueness to their films, mm-hmm. like, it's that's what I think. Is really cool about this because people actually are going for that now. Yeah. They're going for like the different lighting, they're going for like this whoa, this film looks fucking weird, but Mm -hmm. I like it. Like Um, I think it's cool. It's evolving.
0: Yeah. What's um A twenty four. Yep. They have really good looking films. They do, man. Like they're oh my god. My favorite Um, one of them, mid nineties. Um I still Still need to see that. I still need Good to movie. see it. I hate I, myself that I haven't seen it yet, but I, need to see. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah, I'm Go gonna watch, watch it. it. Yeah.
1: It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, if
0: anybody's got Amazon Prime, it's kind of like a really
1: obscure <laughs> kind of indie skate movie. If no one
0: else is it shot in that square format, the yeah, whole time? It is. okay, it's, yeah, because uh, it's four, three three four three. I'm fucking no four three. You're right, yeah,
1: yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, and it's so unique, so different. Like the shots aren't like wow factor, but mm-hmm. you, you can tell that, like, he put heart and soul into making it. Like the '90s, mm-hmm. but like in not like a nostalgia fucking overload. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I feel like Stranger Things does nowadays with like the '80s nostalgia overload. Yeah, but more That's in a like too. a homage. <laughs> yeah. So it's that kind of style and mentality that people bring to these indie films that makes them different, unique, and mm-hmm. gives them a new film look. Yeah. Like this, it's not the original. You know, go by the books, basic rule of thirds. You know. Mm-hmm i mean i guess the 180 rule still applies don't fucking break that rule ever yeah but it brings a uniqueness to the table that hopefully can grow bigger in the film industry which i think it is
0: yeah you know and um oh i'll bring up a director that um he has really obscure films wes anderson Mm-hmm. yeah oh, he, wes anderson yeah he's got like that but and that's shot really well and colors i love the colors in those movies like the color palettes yeah um, what was that recent movie that he just did? Not the not the animated one, but oh. um, the one before that. Something the hotel. Oh, the
1: Budapest Grand Budapest Hotel. Grand
0: Budapest is Yeah, I really like. I enjoyed that movie because his angles they're, they're like static, but they move like sideways. Yeah, back and that's forth. Like his thing. Yeah, and it's cool. I it, that's a that's a different format too. No, yeah, he has it's his obscure. own style definitely, and yeah. it's totally
1: obscure. Like his, I don't know if his most recent film is Isle of Dogs. It is. No, yeah, yeah. That's okay. the most. Yeah. I love that film. It was reminiscent of Fantastic Mr. Fox, oh, which yeah, I love that be- film yeah, too. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good And Isle film. of Dogs is amazing. Mm-hmm. So definitely he's someone who can bring like a new look mm-hmm. to the table, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess all films look different, but at some point you want. Something really different. Yeah, exactly. And Wes Anderson can definitely provide that. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Is he is he considered from indie or is he more of like an A list? Well, nowadays he's an A list yeah, director yeah. and um, filmmaker in general. But is he was he from like the indie landscape? Do you think?
1: Uh, so Wes Anderson, I don't know too much about his history. I looked it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, I know the thing that really set him off was Bottle Rocket, one of his first short films, I think. With Owen Wilson mm-hmm. Really cool It's that one With a clip I don't know if anyone's Seen this Where he like Does a sick Skating trick It's kind of like a, a satire Of like mm-hmm. Skater dude Oh that's cool like, It was really cool But um, I think Martin Scorsese Saw that And loved it And I think that's Where his Kind of career Kicked off
0: Oh so, okay When was this Like back in It was like 96. It was 96 When Bottle
1: Rocket Came out oh, Okay And I think He just got discovered In early 2000s By oh, Martin Okay So yeah Wow Martin Scorsese Dude that's a I know. Wow. How dope is that? I know. But no, he deserves <laughs> it because yeah. he's fucking
0: like a genius. I know with but, what he does. Yeah, his his because st- that's the thing too. Like with certain films, like you can definitely tell who is like if you're if you're into it. I'm saying, and you know these directors, you can definitely tell like a James Cameron movie and a Wes Anderson film, Michael Bay film. Yeah, yeah. So you, you'll definitely because he has that unique style. So yeah, I, that's
1: one thing about like the. F- I guess when people look, I'm going back to like the film look, Mm -hmm. the cinema look. um, It's really what you make of it, but you have to know the basics first. Yeah. Because Bottle Rocket looks nothing like Isle of Dogs or Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, yeah. It's like just a kind of like a funny kind of satirical movie, but it's Mm -hmm. not shot nearly the same way. So I guess everyone has a different style, but like
0: everything, you got to learn the basics. Yeah. it all stems from that too but it's just i just think you'll find your style too so for the upcoming filmmakers like you you might not have it now but i think later on and you really get tapped into it and you know if you really want to be like a filmmaker a filmmaker you'll find that style sooner or later
1: yeah you know and like it's a cultivation of other people's styles too Mm -hmm. like you meet with everyone and We'll go in another episode. We'll go into more depth of the depth of the film industry. Mm-hmm. You know, networking and stuff like that. Yeah. all the stuff that I learned just in my short thing. time of college. <laughs> um, I'll definitely get into that. But yeah, no, your own style should be yours. Don't try to mimic anyone else's. Mm-hmm. And but more importantly, you got to know the basics. You have to go to school or not. Just learn it on your own, mm-hmm. and I guess just practice it until that style emerges from you.
0: Yeah. And um, that's where we'll talk about later in future episodes. Um, and I think I'll probably put that in the f- film industry part where it's like inspiration versus like copying. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to get it. More cool. Cool. To that. Yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah, I think that really wraps things up. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about recent news? Or not? Yes. Okay. Because, well, just one thing, because we'll, we'll talk about this. We'll dedicate like at least a portion of the next episode okay. for Avengers Endgame, because that's actually like. Watching it tonight I, I hate you because San's watching it tonight I'm watching it on Sunday
1: <sighs> I won't spoil anything I know You better not I'm really not looking at any like, Where na- you live Anytime <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we really? see Avengers In my social media I'm like nope I just yeah. scroll past it Yeah I'm trying to
0: avoid People You know Or clicking on Stuff that people are talking about For Avengers Just Scroll yeah. past it I'm really hyped for it Like I don't think I've for ever been I'm this probably. hyped for a movie Since like Star Wars Yeah like, like I think those big, because this is like a, it's, I think it's a monumental moment. It is. It's it is. a historical cinema moment. It is. It is. Wow. For all the filmmakers listening today, like, it's a very, you know, you already know. Yeah, man, I'm super stoked to see how they end it off. I know. Who dies, who lives, how they do it. How about we just do an early prediction since it's the weekend and we'll just, I know it'll be. All right. Just. No, um, it's spoiler free We don't know Yeah I don't know shit And you're seeing it tonight I'm seeing it yeah. tomorrow But still I
1: mean I think We'll have to go back To these predictions
0: And see how wrong we were Yeah
1: I hope I think Iron Man Should be the one To lay the final blow On Thanos I don't want it to be Captain Marvel I don't know if I said this Last time Cause I, I want it to be Someone who's got The stakes in Cause yeah. Iron Man's been there Since day one Yeah If he's I, the one To take out Thanos That'd be so Full circle That'd be sick I feel like he'll you think die, he's gonna, You think he's going to grab the gauntlet and be like... <fart noise> I know, just like, bam, take him out. No, maybe not. He might know. do something with his, like... Because I want him to use like his brains. Like, yeah. He's smart, you know? He's yeah, not he's just more like... And he's know, very powerful Marvel. with what he's got. No, he is, yeah. I mean, Thanos is... He's the only one Thanos purposely tried to kill. Yeah. So, he definitely... Thanos furious him, definitely. Yeah. So, I think he would be really good. I don't want Captain Marvel to no. kill Thanos. Because she just got introduced...
0: Yeah, she and you know I don't know I'm still kind of yeah. good. we have talked about this in previous episodes. Um, yeah, about Brie Larson and her character and um, I don't I don't know I I still kind of I hope yeah. she just kind of like she she hits him a few times and then it's like Iron Man just boom or something like that. yeah like. or like I want her to like get
1: do a really good fighting mm-hmm.
0: chance but Thanos is like no at the last second just like takes her out yeah that'd be sick yeah cause she I feel like she's still but she has experience though because she's from the '90s from her film. From her origin story. She's from, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the 90s, and so now we're in the 2010s, so I don't know. Maybe yeah, don't we're know finding ourselves different.
1: I, I don't know. I, I just, don't know. I just don't want her to beat Thanos because that would be a cop-out. Yeah. I will not do that. I have faith in them because so, they always
0: prove me wrong. Okay, so so you think, but who do you think
1: is going to die? I I think Kevin Reigns going to die. Yeah. And maybe even Iron Man. I feel like he might sacrifice himself.
0: To One of those because
1: they're, someone. like, the, they're the main ones. They're the main ones. Right? Yeah. If not them, I mean, there's really other characters I don't really care about, like, Black Widow can die, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't want Hulk to die, I like Bruce Banner, you know, he's one of my favorite oh, characters. Oh, no, yeah,
0: and, um, st- we still haven't seen Hulk, because they haven't really... Yeah, I know. Showed yeah. It. They've only showed Bruce, but... Hulk will th- come out. Yeah, they I, they I have just, predictions. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and people who have already seen it, you know, you probably already know, but... I know. This is just our early predictions, and we'll talk about it next week, but... Yeah. yeah. So, um... I'm yeah. excited I'm,
1: Um, I can't talk about Game of Thrones, man because I know. You freaking see it. But I'm gonna just say The next <laughs> episode is gonna oh, that, be This Sunday, right? Th- th- yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode might also be A historic cinema landmark It is gonna
0: be No, yeah I don't know, this we, weekend. I don't know if
1: you know what's happening I don't wanna say anything No, 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 no. Okay, I won't say anything
0: Don't say anything okay. But Because I'm, I'm still I'm, I am I. know people are gonna give me flack for this But I, I had a year To just catch up I know, man This guy's slow as <sighs> so hell Slow as so. hell Sorry. It's okay, he, just,
1: he was being productive, unlike me, who's <laughs> on TV and just binges Game of Thrones twice.
0: No, but you're knowledgeable on that stuff, so, but, you know. Okay, no, anyways. It's
1: gonna go down. It's gonna be sick. Two historic cinematic, cinematic moments mm-hmm. in history TV, happening on the same weekend. It's cool, it's
0: like, it's two different spectrums, too. TV, yeah. and it's gonna be for film industry. It's like, yep. oh, dude. Gotta oh, man, I, I'm super stoked. I Like, yeah, like like you, I'm, like, I love Star Wars films, too, so when they come out, like, I'm excited for... Um, rise of the jedi or skywalker, rise of skywalker sorry yeah. um rise of skywalker i can't wait for that film that's gonna be epic too been two years since the last jedi i think so yeah yeah it's been a while yeah, it's been a while so um a lot of things come in full circle yeah
1: game of thrones mm-hmm. marvel star wars yeah
0: and just letting you know just anybody that i don't know if you know this but this is not the last avengers film yeah it's just wait, the wait, no avengers? I, thought, I know they're making more marvel ones they but... are no no, no but this is where Eternals are going to come into if you know about them. I don't know too much about um, them. I I watch a lot of like different um this guy talks about like the comic landscape and he kind of relate and shows how like what Marvel is coming up next for this phase 4. So these um so Captain Marvel's a phase 4, Avenger um Spider-Man and they're going to we'll just wait and see Cause like, okay. yeah. They'll they're going to I mean it won't be a while for another Avenger film but maybe 3 years or 4 years down the line they might bring in a different type of Avengers. It's not going to be the original. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah, Iron Man. You're right. After Captain Captain America and Iron Man are like the like avenger Yeah, yeah. Group, but in the comic books, if people who are comic book nerds, they'll probably know. Like, oh yeah, he's right. Trust me. I know I'm right. Like, there's different. There's different Avengers, and it's it's a huge universe. Yeah, we no, really I, yeah, s- I know that. Just scratch the surface. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why there's more space-based movies. So they're trying to Eternals, dude, they're fuck they're like universe shit. Yeah, like. that's universe stuff. So that's why they've been testing out Guardians, they've been testing out Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, it works.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I'm super excited. I think Captain America's going to die. We'll see. Hopefully, I yeah, I think I think Iron Man's going to h- uh, hold the gauntlet but fuck you. <laughs> all right. Fucking Thanos. That'd be sick, dude. Shove up your own like, wielding the Infinity Stones. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be sick. Cause I I think his suit. Wait, okay, just just a lot of predictions here, yeah. but we'll we'll come back to it and see how wrong we are. Cool. But um yeah, so I think that wraps up that that wraps up this episode. Um, thank you guys for who continue to listen, um mm-hmm. and who are watching us. We're gonna we we got more stuff in the in the works. Um, but. Uh, let us know if you have any things that we that you like for us to talk about um, in future episodes. Leave so them in the comments on Instagram, on YouTube. You can find us at the VHS Podcast, and it's all one word, by the way. Um, just hopefully, I, I, I'm prefacing that. Yeah, the way to search the us. VHS Podcast. Yeah. It's one word. It's it, one it, word. <laughs> when I
1: say it to other people, like
0: sometimes they find the wrong thing. Yeah. Um. So I should be like be more explicit about that. Maybe I should just space it out I probably should space it out no, <laughs> I, I like it one word it's you like, like a it one yeah. word okay cool alright well um, you can find us you can listen to us on Spotify and there's a link in our description for the uh, Instagram it, you can find us on any single platform SoundCloud to Spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever we're on there um, if you consider subscribing because then you'll keep keep up to date with the newest episodes that come out every Monday yep and um, and then you know let us know how, how the audio sounds yeah that's a lot better again thanks to ed for helping us out with this Yeah. so big deal yep so um you can find us on instagram at the vhs podcast and um i'm curtis at curtis K U R T I S with a k and then son is found at capri sun c-a-p-r-i-s-a-n-h and yeah, that's me hope you guys enjoyed this episode
1: yeah thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening mm-hmm. all
0: right and we're gonna peace out see now. you